look out and I really don't see any first-time guests or visitors, but still, connection cards are in the pews in front of you. Please feel free to fill them out and we'll get in touch with you somehow. Uh, church office will be closed Monday, December 26th through the 30th for the holidays. If you need anything, please email the church as those will be checked during the week. The inaugural meeting of our new leadership board will be Sunday, January the 8th at 5 p.m. If you are on the board, it is very important for you to be there. Supper will be served. And our district superintendent, Reverend David Thompson, will be at Alpha on Sunday, January 15th at 6 p.m. He will be there to discuss the disaffiliation process and our options. Please be at this important meeting if you have an interest in Alpha's future. This is not just for leadership. Um, also, Autumn Venturelli is looking for a person to help teach children's church one Sunday a month beginning in January. She also needs full-time teacher around the end of March and beginning of April while she is on maternity leave. Let her know if you can help her. And we are selling another church T-shirt. Uh, see your bulletin insert for more information. And if I remember correctly, Susan said this will be a more manly T-shirt. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm losing my place. And I have a quote from a famous actor named Linus Van Pelt. And if you don't know who Linus is, you don't watch enough Charlie Brown's Christmas. And he said, And there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round and about them, and they were sore afraid. The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. This is the word of God for the people of God. My blanket won't stay up. You bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for Jesus Christ. We thank you for the way you sent him and the things he did with his, his human life here on earth. Lord, we ask that you guide us and help us be like Jesus. Let us walk the straight and narrow path. Lord, I ask that you protect each and every one of us as we go about our busy lives. Let us not forget who you sent and why you sent him. Lord, fill this building and our hearts and our minds with the Holy Spirit. When we ask all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen.
you would please stand and join us as we sing our first hymn, Angels We Have Heard on High, page 238, or the words here on the screen. You may be seated. And Merry Christmas. It's wonderful to see everyone here today. Uh, as we go into our time of prayer, we want to remember uh, this week George Bennett, James Brown. Remember our homeless who are struggling to stay warm, our first responders, and all of our friends who are traveling today. We want to remember them with traveling mercies. Are there any other praises or uh, prayer concerns to be lifted up this morning? 
If not, let's take this time to go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you again. We thank you for the wonderful season that you have given us through the birth of your son. And Father, we thank you for the gift of grace that you have given to each and every one of us that have not just gathered here today, but for all your children throughout the world. Father, today we lift up to you those that we care about who are struggling spiritually, those who are struggling physically. And Father God, those who are just in need of prayer this holiday season. Father, we ask that you remember each and every one of them, give guidance, protection, and bring healing to all who are in need. Father God, today we gather to worship you, to remember the, the act of grace that you have given us through the birth of your son in the city of David so many years ago. Father, we lift up praise and glory for who, the, for who you are, for all that you've done, and for all that you will do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. One more song, folks. Uh, Away in a manger. If you would please stand and join us as we sing uh, Away in a manger. The number 217 of the words here on the screen. Again, Merry Christmas, and thank you all for coming out. I know that there are a thousand things that you could be doing today, but it's such an honor to know that you would worship God on this wonderful day. Christmas is a wonderful time of year, and we all have our own memories of Christmas past. And for me, growing up, um, it was always the excitement of the gifts that I would receive. And I was never the patient when I was always going through the house the months before looking for the gifts. And many of them I was able to find. But for me, the greatest gift that I ever received was to spend my last Christmas or my father's last Christmas with him before he passed. And that time I was in Okinawa, Japan, and they called me and told me to come home because he was already on life support. And they were just waiting for me to come home to, to say goodbye. But before I re reached the mainland, 
my father had come out of his coma state state and we were able to spend quality time with him. And in those last days, just after Christmas, he shared with me his experience in the hospital. He said, Tommy, I, I was unconscious and they had me on life support. And I didn't know of anything that was going on around me. But I had a vision. And he said, I saw the feet of Jesus. And I heard his voice say, you're going to be waking up, but soon you'll be coming home. And it always baffled me, the vision that he saw. Not the face of Jesus, and not the body of Jesus, but it was the feet. Today's passage of Scripture comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 52, verses 7 through 10. The Word of God says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns, listen. Your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy, for in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth and shout together for joy, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has barred his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Father God, we come before you this morning during this time that we gather together to, to remember the birth of your son and to worship you, Father, for all the gifts that you have given us throughout our lives. And Father, we just ask today that you send to us a message that would touch our hearts and help us to draw closer to you. Father, remove from me the desire to speak my own, but fill me with your spirit that any words that I speak would be pleasing to you and edify your church. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All week long, I've been pondering this verse and I've been hung up on, on the feet. You know, out of the most glorious parts of Christ, the prophet here focuses on the feet. And I think that there's more to it than, than just the body part, the anatomy that we should look at, but, but the placement of where those feet are. It says, how beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of the messenger who announces peace. You see, in our lives, and just like in the lives of Israel, there are times when we don't feel like going on. You see, Israel, when they received this message, were in bondage. They were living in exile in Babylon. Their hopes had been taken, and their lives had been shattered. And they had been hoping and waiting for someone to come and relieve them, to return them home, to return them to a place of joy. And sometimes in our lives, we, we feel that way about the things that are happening. But what we have to do is remember this. What the words of God say here is that no matter what happens in our life and no matter what happens in our world, our God is always in control. Our God reigns. No matter what the situation and no matter what the circumstances, we do not have a reason to hang our head and say, woe is me. We have every reason to do what the prophet has done here, to not look straight ahead, to not look down at the ground, but to raise our heads up to the mountain, to look up to the glory of God, to look to the one who created all humanity. 
and find our peace and recognition in him. And it's not just that that we need to, to lift up our heads, but when we lift up our physical heads, we lift up our countenance. We become, as a warrior, a person who has gone into battle and carries a mighty burden. But that burden should never wear us down. No matter where we go and what we do, we hold our heads high, not with pride within ourselves and not with pride within our own ability, but with the acceptance of knowing that God works in all things for the good of those who love him, knowing and accepting the will of God for our lives, that God has great plans for all his children, that we do not have to look to the ground in fear, but we look to the mountain with our heads raised high in confidence for the things that God can do. And we will look to that mountain. We don't just see the glory of God in his creation. We see the feet of the one who come to bring the message. And I think that the, the prophet focused on the feet here for this very reason. That is the feet that does the work. It's the feet that, that carries the burden that carries the load, is the feet that, that moves a person forward or backward or to the left or to the right, whatever direction they have to go. It is the feet that causes us, the people of God, to move out into our communities to deliver the message of Christ to all those who were lost. We don't carry a message of condemnation, but we carry a message of love and a, a message of peace and a message of hope to a people who are looking for salvation. See, we look for salvation in many different ways, in many different aspects of our lives. Some may find themselves in in circumstances that that seem to be overbearing, and they, they don't know if they can make it one more day. But we keep moving forward with the power that God provides to face each day with the grace that God has given us. And that is salvation. Some are in need of salvation because they were in need of love. They were in need of someone to to reach out and make contact with them at that very time. We think of the lepers in, in the time of Jesus, the people who were cast out of the cities because of their disease. How precious and how beautiful it had to be that day when Jesus came into their lives. People who had not seen anyone up close for many years of their lives, much less felt human touch because of their sickness. But when Jesus came into their lives and he cleansed them of that leprosy, let me assure you this, the first thing they experienced was not the miracle of cleansing, but it was the miracle of Christ himself in human form, touching the hand that had not known human contact in years of their lives. Salvation comes in many ways. And for some, it's those who have not entered into a relationship with Jesus Christ, who continue to live in the lost and the darkness that surrounds them. Salvation comes to them 
when they hear the voice of God calling out, Come home, dear child, come home. And it is that moment in time when they experience the fulfillment of prophecy, when their eyes, which were blind, are made to see, or their ears that that have been deaf to, to God's word and God's call are open to hear that precious voice. But it is on the mountain where we look. And it is on the mountain where we find the glory of God. So this Christmas season and on this Christmas day, as we take time to to go through all of our gifts and all of our presents, let us remember to always look up to the mountain of God and see the glory of Christ as he came into this world. Our gift from God our Father was his beloved Son so that humanity could be reunited, so that humanity could be rejuvenated, and so that humanity can leave the darkness and walk in the light. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you again and thank you for this time that you've given us to come together to remember you on this Christmas day. Help us to remember, Father, the gift that you have given us through Christ Jesus, that no matter what this world brings, we are more than conquerors, that we can lift our heads and look to the mountain. And when we're looking to the mountain, Father God, then we can see the glory and the majesty of all of your work and help us to always see the feet of that one standing on that mountain help that one that we know is christ jesus to be the center of our lives in all things in christ's name we pray amen please stand as we close our christmas service with the singing of joy to the world <laughs>